we are back. Welcome to Speak, y'all. It's a crazy NFL Monday. I'm Emmanuel Lacho. That is Dave Hellman. You've been missed. The one and only Joy Taylor, Eagles all-time Russian leader, LaShawn McCoy. But I got to get right to it. Too much crazy news going on in the world of sports. Nothing crazier than what's going on in Green Bay. The most important question that the Packers can answer this season is not will they make the playoffs. It's actually, who is Jordan Love? You see, we already know about so many third-year quarterbacks. You'll see them on the screen. We know about Justin Herbert. We know about Joe Burrow. We know about Jalen Hurts, not pictured as Tua, who we are learning so much about. MVP conversation. He's been in a Super Bowl. He's in an MVP race, and he's a social media phenom. We know about so many quarterbacks, but who is Jordan Love? See, we already know who Aaron Rodgers is, back-to-back MVP the past two years. But this year, dealing with a broken hand, dealing with some bruised ribs, dealing with so much. But Jordan Love, who are you? They say in life we don't take losses, we take lessons. Well, if the Packers do not play Jordan Love, then they will take no lessons and just a whole bunch of losses. It is officially time to move on to Jordan Love, shut down Aaron Rodgers for the season, and see what you have in your former first-round pick. Because just about every other team that drafted quarterbacks three years ago, they already know who they got. Let me see what the table has coming back to the desk. Shady, how was Thanksgiving, man? It was good. It was good. It was good. A lot of food, a lot of food. A lot of food, Jordan <laughs> Taylor? The same. Solid? Same. I learned how thankful I am to be on this show Aww. with y'all. Gone, I appreciate that. Oh, Shay. Go ahead. You, you, you mean that? Yes, Did absolutely. You, you missed like half the week. I missed you guys. Okay. <laughs> we did three shows. I missed two. I'm back. Fine. Uh, Fine. Bet move. Dave Hellman realized if you get sick before a long weekend, it just becomes a longer weekend. <laughs> Vacation. That's not, you're not wrong bet about that. Bet move. Shady, let me come to you because you're the vet, the NFL vet. Should the Packers shut down Aaron Rodgers? Nah. Nah, they should have shut him down. Why should they? To put Jordan Love in the game? Mm-hmm. Nah. You gave this guy Aaron Rodgers, you know, $50 million a year for a reason. I think you, you let him play out his games. I think one thing about players, we sign up for this, right? When we sign that contract, it's a brotherhood. Listen, no matter how good we're playing or no matter how bad we're playing, if I'm out there, you're out there, we're all here together. So I don't think they should kind of, like, sit him down just because they're not playing well. They might not get in the playoffs to see what Jordan Love has. No, nah, we got this guy for – uh, what, three-year deal? It was really a two-year deal. $100 million for the first two years. Give them that money. Let's see what happens. I like it. Dave Hellman, where do you stand? I think the Packers have been gift-wrapped an opportunity to just keep the holiday trend going here. It's Christmas season now, yeah, right? Oh, yes. They have been gift-wrapped an opportunity in what has otherwise been a very forgettable season. They can evaluate Jordan Love with no stakes. Aaron Rodgers, he, he said he thought he had a collapsed lung last night. His thumb is clearly bothering him. This is a chance to just sit him down. It doesn't have to be a benching. You don't have to call Aaron Rodgers' effort into question. He's beat up, and they are, okay, they're not eliminated, but they're eliminated. Come on, they got a 3% chance of making the playoffs. They'd have to win out to even mess with a winning record. This is an opportunity to evaluate a guy that you drafted in the first round. Like, Shady, I hear you. It's all well and good. Football players want to play. But this is above that. This is the guys who are paid to think about a year from now, two years from now, three years from now. What is our team going to look like? How do we move forward into a world without Aaron Rodgers? This is a chance to evaluate a guy that we have not really gotten to take a look at. And they don't even have to do anything controversial to do it. He's hurt. Go. Take it and run. Jordan Love, I'd love to see what you got, buddy. Take it and run, Joy. 3% 3% chance? Three. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> Maybe a little one. A little chance. That's not really a chance. It's the NFL. Uh, <laughs> the other teams are not going to give you a chance. That's what they do every single week. So the season's over for the Packers, essentially. They're just, you know, playing for pride and future checks at this point. And look, the Packers have been trying to move on from Aaron Rodgers since 2020 when they drafted Jordan Love. They're the ones that said we want to start looking towards the future mm-hmm. by making this move in the first place. So this is, a, this is an opportunity to do that without disgracing Aaron Rodgers, who I think, you know, we, we all give Aaron Rodgers a hard time, and he's earned some of it, but he's been really tough this year. He's clearly playing through an injury that's very much bothering him. He was all over the place last night, clearly in pain. Give him some rest. If nothing else, let him get healthy so that he can finish out the last few weeks of the season. But use the next few weeks while Aaron Rodgers clearly needs a break 
to evaluate what you have in Jordan Love and do it in a way that doesn't disgrace Aaron Rodgers in case he wants to come back next year. Now, keep in mind, they're not really in a great situation next year with Aaron Rodgers because of this contract. The good news is if you want to stick with Jordan Love for another year, he's very, very affordable, even with how expensive Aaron Rodgers would be. Next year is going to be very interesting for the Packers, and it's really going to depend on Aaron Rodgers. But you can't go into next season without any information on Jordan Love again because Aaron Rodgers holds so much of the Packers' future in his hands. I think the Packers, Shady, in a perfect position. Reason being, I'm going to give the Packers the benefit of the doubt. I was thinking about it this morning. No NFL organization has gotten the quarterback position more right over the last three decades, yeah, literally true. since I was born, than the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. No organization. Philadelphia Eagles, to some degree, came close, but they have the whole Sam Bradford pick in there, trade in there. So no organization has gotten the quarterback position more correctly than the Green Bay Packers. Well, what's their history show? Their history says that they draft Aaron Rodgers, sit him for three years. Then his third year as a starter, he wins a Super Bowl. Jordan Love has now sat for three years. I do not know what the future holds for Jordan Love, but nobody will know if they do not play him. Furthermore, if you take away the macro and look at the micro, Look at the MVPs the last several years. Aaron Rodgers didn't start as a rookie, obviously him. Tom Brady, he didn't start as a rookie. Drew Bledsoe was there. Lamar Jackson didn't start as a rookie. Joe Flacco was there. Patrick Mahomes didn't start as a rookie. Alex Smith was there. So contrary to popular belief and what we all like is to, to be appeased immediately, it actually makes the most sense for your rookie quarterbacks in the long term, at least that's what history shows in the NFL, to not have to play right away. Jordan Love hasn't had to play right away. If nothing else than through osmosis, he has acquired some talent by just being around Aaron Rodgers. So I actually think now makes the perfect sense to shut down Rodgers. You 38 years old and climbing. Jordan Love, I believe, is 24 years old. Give me the 24-year-old who still has a lot of years ahead of him instead of the 38-year-old. I get the money, Shady, but I was taught don't cry over that spilled milk. Yeah, well, That's why I want Jordan Love. Well, if you guys are talking about injuries, yeah. I mean, A-Rod's a banged up. Let Jordan Love play. I thought it was more, it was more like, oh, is it time to just sit him down, you know, and let the young guy go? Nah, it's not time for that. I mean, like you talked about, all the top quarterbacks, they all sit as rookies. So, mm -hmm. I get that. I think he sat long enough to learn from A-Rod. But his time is still on, on, on the wait. A-Rod, I mean, they, they gave him the, even the, the, the age part doesn't matter because they gave him that money for a reason. Let's not forget here that they bugged A-Rod. Hey, please stay. Yep. Please stay. You know, he made a lot of threats. Him and the GM got into it. But they wanted A-Rod for a reason. So, now that you have him here, hey, you had a bad year. It happens. Every year won't be this number one seed Packers blowing around. That, that won't happen. It was a bad year this year. You lost your best wide receiver. You had some guys on defense that left. So this year or the next year might be the year. You keep him here. You got him for two years for $200 million. Keep A-Rod and anything can happen. Can he afford, though, to have a bad year? He's 38 years old, right? I would rather my 24-year-old who's still learning have a bad year than my 38-year-old have a bad year. It's A-Rod. You know, I'm hard on A-Rod, but he is who he is. I mean, just, he's in the class with, with Brady as far as his, like great players. We might not see another A-Rod for another, what, 20 years, yep. 10 years? You never know. So you, you don't want to overlook that. Here's the problem strategically for me, though. He does have one more year left on his contract, $50 million guaranteed. That's a lot of money to walk away from mm -hmm. if he wants to retire. And the cap hit is astronomical. But if you don't find out what you have in Jordan Love right now, you will be in a very bad situation next year because Aaron Rodgers can choose to stay or go. It's up to him. And he's already talked about retiring multiple times. He's made it very clear this is something that's on his mind. So if he chooses to walk away and you have no evaluation of Jordan Love whatsoever, which you can't do in the offseason, you've got to do it while, while it's live games, you're going to be stuck holding it if, if Aaron Rodgers decides to walk. So from a strategic standpoint moving forward, regardless of whether Aaron Rodgers plays and stays next year, you have to find out what you have in Jordan Love. Because after next year, it's over. They're not going to bring Aaron Rodgers back again, certainly not for this number. So what will you do moving forward if you're the Green Bay Packers at the quarterback position? That's why I called it an opportunity. Like, look. We can talk about the 3% if we want to and, and act like the Packers could still pull a miracle out of a hat. It's probably not going to happen. And even if it does, it would be more likely to happen with a young, healthy, first-round pick quarterback. Like, if Jordan Love, and I, mean, I don't want to overreact, but if Jordan Love can play the way he played at the end of that game on a consistent basis, that gives you arguably a better chance. I'm not saying he's better than Aaron Rodgers. That's not what I'm saying. But an Aaron Rodgers with cracked ribs and a broken thumb? Absolutely. And, that, and, and, and even if he doesn't, you just you have to know what this guy can do before it comes time to think about not having Aaron Rodgers, to think about this sounds silly. you got to think about 
Jordan Love's own money. Like, do you extend him? Is he worthy of an extension? Do you have to go back to the draft? Do you have to try to acquire a veteran quarterback? You can't answer any of those questions until you know if Jordan Love is even a capable and quarterback. all those questions have to be answered yesterday. Because truth be told, the Eagles are figuring out their answer with Jalen Hurts as we speak. Mm -hmm. The Miami Dolphins are figuring out their answer with Tua Tungavailoa as we speak. The Chargers already have their answer. The Bengals already have their answer. All of these answers are being acquired by all these other teams, but the Packers are still stuck here confused. But here's the real thing I'm at, Dave, is if you don't pay Jordan Love, and more importantly, if you don't commit to Jordan Love, you just got to go back to the drawing board and draft another Jordan Love. Right. So you're in a dilemma. Like, Jordan Love is the Packers' future. I just would rather the future be today as opposed to the future be another year from now. Imagine how much better you feel about your future if Jordan Love finishes this season and is even above average, you know? Or, or for that matter, and you won't feel good about it, but if he's just absolutely awful, now you at least can draw up a strategy and say, well... Here we are in year four, hoping that this guy that's been taking the two reps is good. But I don't want to be in that world. I need clarity. I want to know, do we have work to do in the offseason or two offseasons from now? Or can we sort of start to design the future of our franchise around this quarterback? You have to have clarity. Whether, he, whether, yeah. he's, whether he's good or bad, it's better to know. It's the unknown that will leave the Packers in a bad situation. And we've seen teams go into their future moving on from their Hall of Fame quarterback like this before. They're in actually... This is a blessing. This is a gift. Yeah. You know, right. It's Christmas time. This is a gift. And in a way, now you can, you can respectfully let Aaron Rodgers rest, which I think they should do anyway. He looks like he is in agony, and he's played really hard through injuries all season long. The season is lost anyway. We can just be real about it. They're not going to make the playoffs, and even if they did, what value would that have to them at this point? You'd just be taking yourself out of a, a real conversation moving forward in the development. You've got to know what you have in Jordan Love, and this is a perfect situation to find out. Well, Matt LaFleur just said if Aaron Rodgers is healthy, he will play. So it seems like he's on your side, Shady. We'll see what develops there. But coming up, there was a huge quarterback controversy last week. New York Jets, Zach Wilson, he was benched. Number two overall pick for Mike White. Well, guess what? Mike White went in there and balled yesterday. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. Will Zach Wilson get his job back? If not, it might shake up the whole Jets organization. That's next on Speed. Why would we use that villain picture? <laughs> Jets fans rewarded with a win after a week of crazy headlines. The turmoil was crazy. Zach Wilson, best. Mike White, he takes over as a starter, and he balls out with the whole world watching. 315 yards, three touchdown passes. Jets blow out the Bears. Number two overall pick, Zach Wilson. He could only watch like a villain from the sideline. That was a terrible picture. That was a terrible. They did him dirty. They did him dirty. He like Darth Vader. Yeah, they did. They made him look evil and whatnot. <laughs> um, it's all bad. Let me say this, though. I do think Zach Wilson should eventually get his job back. What the Jets did yesterday was win the battle. That's great. Congratulations. Winning battles are great. However, they will lose the long-term war if Zach Wilson does not get his job back. It's simple. Joe Douglas, general manager, he's not like a long-standing general manager. Robert Sala, only in his second year as a head coach. If you are going to trade up to draft Zach Wilson number two overall, you can't afford to miss because if you do miss on the number two overall quarterback, you're going to have to go draft another quarterback. And what happens if you miss again? Furthermore, the Jets have not shown us the ability to develop quarterbacks. I think a lot of it comes with the pressure of being in New York, but they've missed on so many quarterbacks. Why do we think they would connect in the future? I think you have to exhaust every single opportunity for Zach Wilson. Are we really going to sit back here and applaud Mike White for beating the lowly Bears without even Justin Fields? To me... That's parallel to applauding the Indianapolis Colts and Jeff Saturday when they beat the Las Vegas Raiders. Like, let's put things in context. Mike White balled. He absolutely balled. I will not take anything away from him. But it was the Bears without Justin Fields. A Bears team that's traded away Robert Quinn, that Eddie Jackson got hurt, that Roquan Smith is no longer present. So I don't want the Jets to win the battle and lose the war. That, to me, Joy, is why I believe Zach Wilson should get his job back. Not that he deserves it. You tough, though, brother. But he should. Why am I tough, man? Give Mike his credit. He balled. Yeah, you said he balled, but there's oh, not to take credit away. Yeah, but here's said, all the reasons why. They beat, all the, they beat the bum bears without Justin Fields. Like, come on, get the boys <laughs> but you credit. Think the bears are bum with Justin Fields. I don't think they're not a good team. And Justin, he just does one part of the game. <laughs> but come on, give, can I can I get some credit? Uh, 
Mike Whiteball, three touchdowns, Thank 315 you. yards, no picks. Man. First start this season out of a small school. I think he, I mean, he balled. Former Cowboy Mike White. Cowboy well, Factory. Whatever that's worth. Let's not get distracted. Joy Taylor, should Zach Wilson, former number two overall pick, that cannot be overstated, should he get his job back? <laughs> a win is a win. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think he should. Not as long as Mike White is playing like this. And I don't even think if Mike White is playing bad, he should get his job back. Opportunities are important. And how you treat opportunities are important. And I think this is probably a bigger macro lesson for not only NFL teams, but also for young prospects coming into the league. Whether it's fair or not is a conversation you can have with someone else. Life is not fair. And what makes things fair is getting a check for something that you do. Mm -hmm. sure. And they get big checks. So the fairness goes out the window. It's a, it's a highly competitive, highly stressful position and league. And being a leader matters. You get to be the guy. If you're signing up for the quarterback position, you're a young player out there, you want to play quarterback, it's going to be more than just being awesome. It's going to be more than just being athletic. It's going to be more than NIL deals and posters. Right. you got to be a leader. You have to have emotional intelligence. you got to be able to handle the media. you got to be able to handle us. Is it all going to be great? No. And you're not always going to be great. We're not always great. And believe me, people let us have it when we're not great. True. All the time. All the time. If you're worried about it, go check my mentions. They will be there. <laughs> so how you handle yourself in these situations matters. It's very obvious to me, even watching the players after the game, they're in on Mike White. That matters. There's a whole other roster of guys. There's a whole staff of people that are dependent on how you perform if you're the quarterback for a team that is winning games. Mike White goes out there and puts up a good performance after you got benched as the number two, two overall pick. Don't double down on wrong. Mm. Do not do that. So the idea that they can't do something just because they made a decision on Zach Wilson, to me, doesn't, that doesn't make sense. I don't understand why more teams aren't more aggressive when they see clearly that they don't have the answer. Shady, that's a good question. I want you to answer that, but I don't want to derail your initial thought. Should Zach Wilson get his job back? Should he get his job back? Mm. I, I, I'm going to say no, just because th this year, I think Mike White is a, is a hell of a quarterback, right? He's still young. I told you when he had the opportunity, I said, yo, he's going to do good. Yep, you did. And, and like, like, for example, like a lot of wide receivers that wasn't getting the ball, that wasn't happy, they happy. Gary Wilson making plays, getting the ball. Like, so now when, when, when the fans see that, when the, when, the, when the defense sees that, like, oh, my God, we, we got to play him. So to go back on that, I think will, 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 will cause uproar. Not only just with the team, but the fans. The only thing I don't like, and Zach hasn't been playing well. So let me get that straight. He's been playing weak, ass, garbage. Excuse my language, but he has. Bad, bad. Bad, bad. Quite bad. My thing is, but, but, in this league, it's, it's a business part of it. He's the number two pick overall, right? Everybody wants to look like they're smart, competent. Now you get a guy that's your number two pick. He's not playing for Mike White. So, yes, I think eventually he should get an opportunity to get his job back. I'll give you a small, quick little story. Please do. Jeremy Mack is one of my best friends. He was the number one pick for the Eagles my year I came out. I was second round, round first pick. round. Yep. We was always tight. I could never do the things he could do. I could never buy that house. I had to go get a little apartment, right? <laughs> but small things like in practice, I always thought I was really, really good, no matter who thought. I was like, I know I'm the best, you know? And when we would practice, they would set plays just for him. I'm like, well, dang, like, I'm nice too. I'm a rookie. It's the, it's the playing field. It's different levels. Yep. He was the number 16th pick. So imagine the number two pick for the Jets. What I, I say, I have to say this. He got to get his shot first, right? He's not, he's not look good this year. Last year, he didn't do play well, but he had flashes as a rookie. Give him to his third year to see what you got there, right? Because at the second pick overall, you get a chance to get them looks. And if not... Get rid of his ass. Uh, oh, I like get what you're saying. I like what you're saying. Dave, I need to set something up for you. Okay. If you do not play Zach Wilson again this season, like Shady has hey. to some degree uh, suggested, I don't know that Zach Wilson will ever, can ever, should ever play again for the Jets. One, from a confidence perspective. Two, from a logical perspective. Three, from a rational perspective. You can't bench a quarterback in his second year for seven games while he is healthy and expect him to just come back in the third year like nothing happened. But speak on this. Should Zach Wilson get his job back? That's so well said. And I love that story about Jeremy Macklin because that, it's that part. And for better or for worse, the NFL is not fair. 
Like, like guys, <laughs> guys got to guys got to justify their draft status. They got to justify their decision making process. They got to the GM's got to justify why he's good enough at this to, for him to keep having a job. Oh. All of that type of stuff. The only way that I think Mike White keeps this job through the end of the season is if he is that good all of the way. Like he's got to do that Every game. six more times, and it's possible. I'm not, I'm not ruling it out, but. Forgive me. Look, I'm rooting for Mike White. He was drafted like by the White. Cowboys. Yeah. It's a cool story. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Oh. It's a cool story. But we saw this last year. He beat the Bengals. He was the talk of the NFL. He got knocked out of a game against the Colts by injury. Comes back the next week, throws four picks against the Bills, and it's back to the bench. He still is concussed. They got the Vikings. They got the Bills coming up next. Not to hate on Mike White. I would guess... <laughs> He's going to not look as amazing against one of those teams. And if I'm the Jets, much like the Packers, it's like, okay, Mike, like we're happy with the job you did. It's not necessarily anything you did wrong, but we got to get the number two pick back in here. He got his reset. He got his time off. We got to see if this guy is the future of our team. It's only year two. They can't even talk extension with Zach Wilson. That's how early it is into his career. You think they want to pull the plug on that? Not unless Mike White does some otherworldly stuff <laughs> and you're right dude like if if he can't get back to the field this year and he's completely healthy there's nothing wrong with him what does that say what do you do with that or what what if the team doesn't want him out there like that's just bad news bears all the way around like there's no way the jets salvage this and so it's it's not totally fair it's not fair to mike white after how great he played last year but i just think Unless he has the month of his life. What if, what if he don't? But what if they win? What if, let's take that part out. If he doesn't play great. What if he does decent enough where they win games? And they're, not, they're having more than two yards. And, 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 and he's not a big part of the reason why, a.k.a. that's what Zach Wilson was doing in the first nah, place? No, 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 no. Zach was holding him back from winning. Not at times. Twice, yeah, yeah you, not you, at times. But, but, with that, but that type of game, you can't even – But I'm saying – You can't beat nobody. If Mike, White is playing, if Mike White is playing those types of games where it's like, oh, he's not the reason why we won, but he's not the reason why he lost, I would still think you probably make the switch back okay. to Zach because he's the number two pick. Right. I just don't – I don't know how you do something like this in a quarterback's second year. We've seen this happen in guys' rookies years. And yep. I didn't even agree with it then. Like, they did this to Tua, and I hated it. I, I, we, we know what Ryan Fitzpatrick is. You're not going to make it to the playoffs. It was a nonsense move to take him out. It made no sense. But this is your second year. And not the beginning of the second year. Like, we're in, in the middle of the season. We're past the middle of the season. So how do you make a move this aggressive if you don't feel like he's your future? I know they left the door open, as they should. You know, speaking in, you know, finalities is, is kind of a waste of time. But I don't know how you do something this dramatic and then have him sitting there looking like Darth Vader watching Mike White do that. What does that do for whatever confidence he had, which to your point is important for young quarterbacks. So to me, I feel like, and I said this when, whenever they first made the move, I feel like there's something else going on here. Like it's just, it's not cut and dry enough for me to believe that this is just surfacely him just playing bad. There's more to it than that. There has to be, No. I, I don't want, want to be I conspiracy to theory, but you, I'm just like. I, I think mm. it's just at this point, I think it's just he was that bad. And I think Mike White, they're just like. But guys have had bad games. Guys have had atrocious games and not lost their job. Not been benched. This isn't high school. I, this isn't college. This is the NFL, and he's a number two overall pick. They benched him. I don't think if it. Inactive. If it, inactive. If it was an offensive-minded coach, I truly don't believe they would have done that. Because it's Robert Sala, who's been a defensive-minded coach his whole life, I don't think he I realized, Joy, the magnitude of this moment. But this isn't just this his moment. call. There's no way this is just his call. We know how these organizations work. There's no way he just walked in like, we're benching Zach Wilson. Owner, okay, we're benching Zach Wilson. GM, we're benching Zach Wilson. That's it. Two yards in the second half is bad, bad, like. I don't know. This it is, is bad. This but... is fascinating, yeah. but we got some other incredibly fascinating news coming up. Lamar Jackson, he struggled. They blew another lead, but even most importantly, he took to Twitter and said something that might jeopardize his future. We're going to have a conversation about that, along with how worried we are about Lamar Jackson next. You do not want to miss it and hear those words. You will not believe it. The Ravens, another blown fourth quarter lead, nine points, but... They lost to the Jags this time. That's bad, bad, as Shady would say. A go-ahead two-point conversion left late in the game led to them.
being upset. After the game, a critic called out Lamar Jackson saying the Ravens should let him walk and spend the $250 million guaranteed elsewhere. Now, Lamar, he had a clap back of his own. Now, look, I have to bleep out a lot of it so I can keep my job. But he said, boy, bleep, y'all be capping too much on this app. Bleep, never smelt a football field. Never did bleep, 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 bleep. A lot of bleeps. There's a lot of bleeps. Now, I recommend that to some degree y'all go search it. But long story short, he told the dude he needs to go eat something that you probably shouldn't be eating. Lamar Jackson saying some things that you probably shouldn't be saying. So, look, um, Shady, let me get these thoughts off, yo. I'm worried about Lamar. I'm worried about Lamar for several reasons. Number one, he hasn't made any money this year. I won't go as far as to say Lamar Jackson has lost money this year. I won't say that yet. But he hasn't made money this year. Reportedly offered $180 million guaranteed this offseason, and he turned it down. But if you turn down $180 million, you better turn it down to go out there and ball on the football field. I mean, one or two losses balling. Not four losses and four blown fourth-quarter leads. Can't do that, Lamar Jackson. Furthermore, it's cool to wear your emotions on your sleeve, but that Lamar Jackson tweet is a prime example of when keeping it real goes way wrong. You can't keep it all the way real because if I'm a billion-dollar owner and I'm looking on your social media, seeing you're telling fans to go, eat X, Y, and Z, and now you're being accused of homophobic tweets, that is going to be problematic. I'm worried about Lamar Jackson, not so much for what he's done off the field. I'll get more to that. But I'm really worried about Lamar Jackson because if you held on, on getting paid, then I needed to see you do something extremely excellent, and I haven't seen it yet. Shady, are you worried, and how worried mm -hmm. are you about Lamar? Yeah, I'm finally worried about Lamar and the, this Ravens team. I think they're a really, really good team. They do some good things well. I mean, these four losses that he had that lost the lead in the fourth quarter, like, they've been against good teams. Now, the Jacksonville uh, um, Jaguars, like, you, you got to beat them. Like, I'm worried about that. You had their foot on the neck the whole game, right? And they didn't really play great, but they still should win that game. And then you lose it. Not lose it. You give it away. Yeah. A lot of these losses they had in the fourth quarter, they gave it away. So, I'm worried about that. I'm worried about getting these easy wins like you should be winning. It's getting closer to the playoffs time. And then, also... This happened earlier in the year. When they lost a lot of these leads in the fourth quarter, I'm like, okay, they'll work on that. They'll get it together. But now I'm still seeing it. So, yes, I'm getting worried. You guys got to tighten that thing up. You got a hell of a team, man. Lamar Jackson leading the way. And by the way, I don't look at none of that off-the-field stuff. Everybody's different, right? Everybody shows emotions in different ways. Mm. I've been around some superstar quarterbacks that might do different things. They might not say that, mm -hmm. but they might, you know, showcase how they're upset in different ways. Lamar just had to, you know, he flipped out a little bit, said we had to say. <laughs> I don't care about that. The owner don't worry about that either. He's not worried about that. People love Lamar Jackson. He does a lot of great stuff in the community. So they're not worried about his character. So I just want to address that because Action Jackson is a solid dude on the field and off the field. He had a second where he might have tweeted something. I've been there. Yep. I might have told him to eat something, but <laughs> I might have got in my bag like, yo. So Then let me stop down for a second. Joy, going to follow that up. But Dave, now I want to go to your journalistic ex expertise. Does that not matter? You were there with Dak Prescott, who I think is one of the best representations of an organization oh in the National God. Football League. I didn't say he's one of the best quarterbacks. I believe he's one of the best representations quarterback. of anyway. an organization. Does that matter? Is an owner looking at that and saying, like, okay, uh, that's not a great sign of maturity. Does that matter? No, I don't think it matters. It's not <laughs> ideal. It's not ideal. But, like, I, even Dak has had his slips. I, it happened after he got paid. But Dak. Dak ended his season last year saying, like, oh, good, maybe fans should throw stuff at refs. That's a good thing. He had to apologize for it. And who remembers that other than me? I'm probably the first person to bring it up in six months. <laughs> it, it's not great. It, it's a bad look. And I'm a little bit – I'm disappointed in Lamar. Like, not in some sort of big, crazy way. But, like, he's always – sort of seem to let this stuff roll off his back. Like, he's usually got something funny to say or just, you know, he, he never seems bothered. This is the first time I feel like he seems bothered. You know, to say something that feisty, angry, whatever you want to call it, after a game, it seems out of character for him. Because, he, like, he, he did it yesterday. Uh, you know, he got on Twitter. Some, he quote tweeted it. Somebody was freaking out about the Ravens game, and he was like, oh, this made me feel better about my own freak out about the game. Like, he's usually kind of got a sense of humor about it. This wasn't funny. This seems like a guy who is letting the pressure of the moment get to him. As far as owners, though, no. Like, 
don't don't make me say anything too wild, but we know NFL owners don't care about way worse stuff than this. I mean, because they so wild, they, they wild, they sell. No, yeah. Joy, respond to what you want to respond to. Both are fascinating. Lamar's tweet, or should the Ravens be worried? You take it where you want. I mean, there's a lot that we just covered here. So we'll start with the tweet. I mean, I I don't really anymore, um, but I have been known to be quite aggressive on Twitter <laughs> and other social media apps. Now I have a little more finesse. This was very uh, direct <laughs> and a little angry, um, which is fine. And I think, you know, as we get a little bit older, you know, I, Facebook came out my freshman year of college, not to age myself here, but, yep. you know, we were sort hey, of... Hey, a, hey, 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 don't, don't make us feel old. Get out of here. School. There, yeah, I mean, I, I'm 35 years old. I'm older. There's no uh, need for that. Yes, uh, we, we were, we, you guys were wanting to get .edu uh, you know, email so you could get on Facebook. So we went through a little different of a kind of relationship with social media. It was just different. We were testing things out. That's why a lot of people have stuff come up. This younger generation with social media are much more forgiving because everyone's doing stuff like this. So it's not viewed the same way, if that makes sense. Like, we might be like cranky old, get off my lawn, like, don't talk like that on social media. We don't really care that much anymore. And I don't think the owner cares at all either. Also, this is who Lamar is. Lamar is uh, 100 all the time, for better, for worse, whatever. Like, he is not, he does not have different versions of himself. And I love that about Lamar. Because he is overall a solid guy. So I'm not freaking out over one tweet. Would I have said that particularly? No, but I have said drop the address once. Someone could, you know, <laughs> misinterpret that as actually interpret it however you want to interpret it. I really don't care. I meant that. Drop the address. So I don't, I don't really trip about that. It's more about showing the frustration. And, and from a football perspective, they keep having the same problem. They can't, they don't have a knockout punch. And that's really scary when you're thinking about how this team is going to perform when you get to the postseason because you've got to be able to close games out and they keep having the same problem and now you're having this problem against teams that aren't good Mm -hmm. so it was one thing when it was the Dolphins when it was the Bills but now you're talking about Jacksonville who's just they're rebuilding you got to be able to beat a team like this It, it just it's really troublesome overall I'm not worried about Lamar's talent I've seen what Lamar can do but from an overall team perspective and led by Lamar Jackson, obviously, you're going to get the most praise. You've got to get the most criticism. They've got to figure this thing out because this is concerning going into the postseason. Yeah, I'm not. I'm terrified for the Baltimore Ravens. Can I just – am I defending him too much if I just say, like, Lamar Jackson is carrying this thing. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like a, he's going backpacking in the woods. Like, he's got, like, one of those 80-pound backpacks just, you know. 90 rushing yards. He's going on a Euro tour. Getting, yeah, he's going backpacking for three weeks in the Alps. That's how much weight Lamar Jackson's carrying. That's why I say it, it, it finally seems like it's starting to get to him. Because mm-hmm. you have three drop touchdowns. You got to fumble in your own red zone at the end of that game. I think Gus Edwards fumbled on, on the Baltimore 16-yard line. That's got, I mean, that, that's got to hurt. And that's, it's not to say that he's blameless. I get it. You're going to have some bad plays from every position. Lamar Jackson's got some culpability in some of these fourth quarter collapses. But, man, you go, like, you know, how much, how much breath have we spent on whether or not Aaron Rodgers has enough help? Yeah. And, and it's not all the Ravens' fault. You know, Rashad Bateman gets hurt. I get that. But, like, stack the, the good quarterbacks in this league up and show me their supporting casts. Lamar Jackson's got to be down there at the bottom in terms of guys that are making a playoff push in terms of the help that he has around him. Shady, let's have this conversation. First, let me ask you, how much pressure going into a contract year when you have to be the face of and the name of a team, how much pressure is a superstar feeling? You've been in that situation before in Buffalo. Yeah, it's pressure. I mean, because, like, and he's at a point where he's trying to get a contract. So it's like I got to do everything perfect to get the certain number I want. You know, he wants that 200-plus million dollar guaranteed. So he's thinking, his head, I got to go out there and ball out every game, that, you know, um, that he has. But I guess every game is pressure, right? With the contract, without the, or you don't have the contract. I always tell you that, like, you ask about the pressure, but every game is pressure, right? He's Lamar Jackson. With the money, without the money, he's Lamar Jackson. Now, granted, he does want the paper. He wants the money. We all want the money now. And he's going to get it. So I think that the pressure part of the money is not as big as the pressure of being Lamar Jackson because we know – if Kyler Murray can go out there and get him some money and all these other quarterbacks that's not as good as Lamar can get it, he'll get his money. It's just a matter of how much. When you say there's pressure being Lamar Jackson, what do you mean? I ain't never been a superstar. You have. What do you mean by that? I'll give you an example. So when I didn't have a lot of good rushing years, nobody looked at the offensive line. They'll look at we got two new guards that we just signed two weeks ago. I don't even know their name. I'm just reading their name on the back of their jersey. I don't know these guys. 
but he's on the team. Guys got hurt, we got to put him in. The NFL, nobody cares about that. Nobody cares about the, the list you talked about, Dave. Oh, well, look at all the quarterbacks in the NFL. Look at their supporting cast. Look at Lamar's. Nobody cares. I've been saying that for day one. Why they don't give Lamar Jackson no help? No wide receivers? I do like Mike Williams. He's a hell of a wide receiver for the, for the um, Chargers. Chargers. Yep. I don't think he's a, a, a elite superstar. We would agree with that, but he's a dog. He go, he go to Lamar Jackson, he will be a superstar dog. A lot of chances to get the ball, high ball, et cetera, break tackles, one-on-one opportunities. He don't have no type of help over there in, in Baltimore. So when I say that the pressure part is nobody cares about that. They want to see touchdowns, no picks, and rush yards, and Ws. But that's the NFL. That's why maybe, Shady, I had a more uh, jaded NFL experience, but if you're asking for $180 million guaranteed, and actually Lamar Jackson's asking for $250 million guaranteed, he was offered $180, I think you lose the luxury of people caring. That's just the nature of the beast. It's like when you left Philly, I remember I was in Philly when you left Philly and you went to Buffalo and I saw, yo, he just got $14 million. Unheard of, by the way, at the time. 16, 16, 16. for a year. Don't shoot me. Un- <laughs> my dog. Unheard of. $16 million for a running back. I was like, yo, I was like, it sucks. He went to Buffalo. But then I was like, oh, but he got $16 million guaranteed. I didn't care about nothing else. Because yeah. I was like, at the end of the day, Shady, you can't care about anything else because you made your money. So I don't know if Lamar has the luxury of caring that people do or don't care. Because if you're trying to get that kind of paper, nobody can care. It's on you. He, yeah, you're right. He doesn't have that luxury. And I think, I hate to say, like, I'm disappointed. But that's if, if I'm concerned about Lamar Jackson at all, it's that, for me, this is the first time that I really felt like it was getting to him. I, to this point, I've admired all the way through this whole thing he sort of had this very, like, Lamar attitude. Like, like, he's not talking about it a lot. He didn't want to talk about it with reporters. Like I said, he's kind of – he jokes about stuff about it on Twitter. It sort of seemed like he was just cool. Like, and, and now when I see that tweet, I'm like, ooh, it's yeah, affecting this, you more than I thought it was. This tweet was not just about how he's playing. It's talking about the money. Money. Yeah. Bingo. Yep. So it's, it's not just about them losing right. or – Joy, you, know, you said something mistakes. interesting. You said you stopped clapping back at people. Why? Oh, uh, I mean, it's a very long. Uh, give me the short. Give me the short TV. I'm busy. I'm booked and busy, honey. I don't have time to explain myself to y'all. Sure. This is, this is for you two to argue about. And I believe that Lamar Jackson clearly busy. So, like, to me, hit dogs holler, at least if you're in Lamar's position. Dave, I think you said something. Yeah, but, like, I... yes, but, like, respectively, I, I'm not making Lamar Jackson money now, okay? <laughs> but, like, I've just reached a point in my career I'm not explaining myself to y'all. I'm Correct. just not going to do it. If you, if you disagree, disagree. Talk to your mom about it. I don't care. This therapist is not for me. But Lamar Jackson is not in that position yet. That's because he hasn't signed that contract. Now, he could have been because he could have signed the contract that was offered to him. Mm-hmm. But he wants something unprecedented. But when you want something unprecedented, you have to do unprecedented things. Like, he, well, I guess I can't say that. <laughs> but he is in the position where he has to do unprecedented yes. things. Some people just get given the money, and then we have other conversations and they make, about So it. hold up, real quick, real, before we please, stop. Please, please, please. Now, he could have been just after the game, you know, on the Twitter, it happens. You might have answered back. But I really want to answer this. They make excuses for a lot of other players they in do. the league all the time. And my question to you is, since you ask us, all of us, the questions all the time, <laughs> why, is it that, why is it that Lamar Jackson doesn't get that same type of treatment as a guy like Herbert, right? Herbert can go out there and throw 80 picks. Let two of the guys on play. Oh, but listen. Well, Lamar Jackson did win a league MVP. So I, I think that the expectations for Lamar Jackson are higher at this point than Justin Herbert. Now, I think Justin okay. Herbert gets a, get, get, overall gets a, gets a light, light, no, no, light no, 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 pass no. as well. But I think once you've achieved certain things in the league, you start to get looked at differently. Patrick Mahomes. When Patrick Mahomes had this, that bad eight games last year, I've never heard no one person say it was his fault. He's not playing well. I make it number two. Aaron Rodgers. Every time Aaron Rodgers is playing bad, he's playing ass, too, this year. What do they say? Oh, it's young receivers. Mm-hmm. We do it. Other TV stations do it. And I want to ask you, my brother, <laughs> nice suit. Why is that? Why Lamar don't get the same? I think there's a simple answer. Self-fulfilling prophecy. 
Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson came into the league and people expected him to fail. Remember, we had Hall of Fame general managers come out and say Lamar Jackson should not play quarterback. Yeah, right, right. He should play receiver. Yeah. It affected Lamar Jackson so much so that he didn't run the 40-yard dash at the NFL Combine. He likely would have run the fastest time in a history for a quarterback. He didn't want to run it because he did not want to give people the opportunity to lean into him playing receiver. Self-fulfilling prophecy. You look for something to happen and then the second you see it's about to happen and then it happens, it affirms what you thought was going to happen in the first place. So if people don't think Lamar Jackson's a franchise quarterback and the Ravens clearly don't think he's worth $250 million, then the second he shoots out a tweet like that, oh, I told you he wasn't franchised. I knew he wasn't franchised. I knew he couldn't control himself. I knew he had a temper. I knew he's not going to be the face of the organization. So this is all just people holding on to their priors? I, yeah, yeah, I think it's, I think it's yeah. people holding on to what they already want to believe about Lamar. People want to believe Herbert's great. That's why when Herbert throws game-winning, uh, game-losing interceptions, like he did not this past week but the week before, ah, he ain't got no help. But when he leads this team to victory like he did yesterday, oh, I told you he was I, that I good. But I, I also – I don't think that uh... – I don't think no one defends Lamar. No, people are obvious. Like, you defend him, I defend him. We, yeah. we defend him. And, and not I, a lot and, of people defend him. No, not a lot of people do. I would agree with that. And I definitely talk about Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I definitely put it on Aaron Rodgers more than his young receivers. I don't even want to hear about a young receiver. It's your back-to-back -back MVP. It's your fault. It's not theirs. But I think with Lamar Jackson, it's that he put himself now – in, particularly this year, a lot of people defended Lamar before this year. I think this year, because the conversation began about the contract and it being $250 million guaranteed, then you have expectations that are at $250 million guaranteed level yep. because that's what you're asking for. So that changes the expectations of the situation. I think if he had signed for the $180 million, this would not we would be focusing on why they don't have more receivers. We'd be focusing and on we'd why we'd be he saying he doesn't help. deserve the money. Truth I just, be I just, told. We, if no, he I was going to say, no, no, no. Not you, no, not you. No, I'm saying not for 180. If he signed for that 250 that he wanted, guaranteed, and, and they were and they were blown I mean, for I, I, if anybody don't get a championship, you, you'll say they're not deserving of that. But right. I'll say this. The reason why, in my opinion, he's not your typical quarterback, what a quarterback looks like, how he acts, how he talks, right. how he walks. That's my opinion. Even with Michael Vick. Before Michael Vick got with the Eagles, they didn't want to see him as a quarterback. He's, he's a runner. He's going to run around. No. He got Andy Reid, they, and, and they really watched tape, and, and, and Andy helped him out with throwing the ball. There's, no, there's nobody better throwing the ball than Michael Vick with no pressure. So my thing is pressure is in, like, being blitzed. Yep. So I, I'll say that that's my opinion, of, my opinion of why they don't give him the credit or, 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 or why they're not as – or they give other quarterbacks passes because Lamar Jackson is a quarterback that you don't naturally see. He's not your typical-looking quarterback that you've mm -hmm. seen for the last decades of playing quarterback. And he always acts like himself. Right, and he right. Apologize I, I like that him. about him. Yeah, he's he going to rep Kodak Black with the chain on. Like, <laughs> what quarterback's doing that for $20 million? Sean, does, does Sean Watson even doing that? So, listen, Lamar, be yourself, man. I'm riding with you. <laughs> Maybe somebody else might not, <laughs> but I am. <laughs> well, coming up, we got more questions to ask about the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers might be the greatest quarterback in that franchise's history. However, it might be time. I said might, Shady. Whoa. However, it might be time to move on. That's next. Speak. Hey, I don't know. It might, it might be sticky breath for me. We got to talk World Cup. All eyes were on USA as they faced England in a highly anticipated matchup on Friday. It was back and forth, back and forth. But the Stars and Stripes settled for a draw. Now have two points in Group B. Next up is Iran tomorrow, and the U.S. World Cup dream is on the line. Win in advance. Everyone will be watching. Coverage begins 1 p. Eastern on Fox, the Fox Sports app. I literally can not wait. Where's the chance, Joy? Where's the I believe? We don't believe we'll win anymore. I'm nervous. Yeah. I believe that we will win. My stress levels are through. I'm nervous. I was stressed out watching that game. I'm going to be stressed out all night thinking about tomorrow. Let's go, boys. Hope y'all are ready for that pre-show meeting tomorrow. Because <laughs> yeah. we're going to be putting the show together right around like the 75th minute. Yeah. They got to win. They got to win, man. Oh, I love it. Well, speaking of teams that have to win but just haven't figured out how to, the Packers. They needed to win last night. All eyes were on them. The whole world was watching. Lost again. But even more importantly, Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest the game has ever seen. He left the game due to injury. Insert. Jordan Love finished the game through a strike to Christian Watson. It was a beautiful pass and an even better run. But now that begs the question about Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers' future. Should the Packers officially move on from Aaron Rodgers, be done with the move forward with Jordan Love? Dave Hellman, where do you stand? This is why it's so important to figure out who Jordan Love is. Like, the answer right now is no, because why would you move on from a two-time MVP for nothing? I'm not doing that. 
and and I've seen enough from Aaron Rodgers to not I'm not ready to assume that he's washed forever. Like we've seen him bounce back. I think he's got at least one or two more seasons left in him. But this is why you need to see what Jordan Love can do for you. You need to know if this is a guy that is capable of becoming your franchise quarterback because now if he is, they got five games to play. Let's say Jordan Love plays well and they go three and two down the stretch. Now we can talk about, do you try to finagle a trade? I think it would be hard with the money, but you could at least have the conversation. Maybe Aaron Rodgers wants to retire. You can't cut him. So just like, let's leave that at the door. The money just makes it impossible. But all of this stuff starts to become worth talking about the minute we see Jordan Love and know if he's worth talking about. But until then, no. And that's why I want to see Jordan Love play because everything else hinges on what he looks like. I think you move on, man. I know I might be the lone ranger here at the desk, but I think you move on because Aaron Rodgers is 39 on December 2nd. If I'm looking at the future of the Packers organization, do I want to trust a 39-year-old Aaron Rodgers who has contemplated retirement for the last three years? Or is it time to move on to the first-round pick that I traded up for 24 years of age, has a big arm, has enough leg strength, and also shown you the ability to have competency with the whole world watching in a Sunday night football game? It's time to move on from Aaron Rodgers, not because he might not still be talented, but more importantly, how talented is Jordan Love? I'm sure the Packers may have had regrets circa 2007-2008 when Brett Favre leads the Minnesota Vikings to a 13-3 season. However, they quickly forgot about those regrets three years later when they won the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers might go on and have success elsewhere. He might go on and have success in San Fran, have success with the Jets, have success who knows where. But it's not about what Aaron Rodgers goes on to do. It's about what Jordan Love can do in Green Bay. That's why I think you go ahead and move on, rip the Band-Aid off, and see what you have in the future, Joy Taylor. All right, so let's just talk strategy for a second. So Jordan Love is owed $2.3 million. Without a new deal, he'll become a free agent after the 2023 season. So they basically have him under contract for nothing for next year. Mm -hmm. But then he's a free agent. Aaron Rodgers is owed $99.8 million left on his deal with $32 million due next year alone, all fully guaranteed. He has a dead cap hit of $99.7 million in 2023 if he is released or retired. A trade will cause a dead cap hit of $40.3 million, depending on the time of trade. You could split it over two seasons. I know that's a lot of numbers that I just laid out there. But basically, it's in Aaron Rodgers' hands to keep your cap hit astronomical without being there, which makes it absolutely imperative that you find out what you have in Jordan Love right now. Absolutely right now. Because if Aaron Rodgers retires and you have that cap hit, you're not going to be able to bring in somebody else. Maybe you can trade Jordan Love or maybe you can choose to draft a player, move up in the draft and get a player. But you can't do any of that if you don't know what Jordan Love is. And if Aaron Rodgers decides to to stay and he's healthy and he wants to play next year and you see Jordan Love play well over these next couple weeks, maybe you can trade Jordan Love and bring in some pieces to finish out with Aaron Rodgers. And now you know absolutely that after that year you'll be done with Aaron Rodgers and you have to draft another quarterback. But the answers all lie in the next few weeks in seeing what you have in Jordan Love. What you can't do is not know what you have in Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers retires, and then you have to decide – do we stay with Jordan Love or do we draft another quarterback? Or do we try and, you know, move him and bring in a Jimmy Garoppolo or someone else that's out there in the market? Everything hinges on what Jordan Love does in the next few weeks if he plays. I'm going to say no, man. You, 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 you stick with Aaron Rodgers. Like, first of all, two-time MVP back-to-back, right? Let's start there. For your franchise, he's one of the biggest players you ever had there, right? So, listen, granted, things didn't work out this year. <laughs> it didn't work out. They didn't play well, injuries, et cetera. You wait for next year, right? But you keep him. You keep Aaron Rodgers. You don't play around with this Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers is very sensitive. Let's get that straight. Mm-hmm. You ought to watch how you say this to him. Hey, like, I know you're banged up. You know, how you feeling? Uh, yeah, the ribs? Okay, we might, you know, just like, save you a little bit. We're going to play Jordan. You got to say it like that. Because if you say anything that he don't like, well, what do you mean? You know how I guess. What, what you, you don't want me? <laughs> so, you know, he has a crazy cap hit that no team wants to play with, right? So, you can't trade him. And he has, he has your, your franchise by the, by, you know, he got y'all. <laughs> so what you going to do? What you can't do is defend Aaron Rodgers. Don't play with that. So keep him happy. They're not playing well. I'm sure he's not going to take a lot of, you know, uh, uh, blame for that. But as a, overall, they're not playing well. Fight for next year. You know, get the team together. Fill some pieces up. And, and be the, the, the Packers that we've known for all these years. But don't offend 
Aaron Rodgers because he might make it a bad situation for Packers. But don't you think he already has? Like, what do the Packers do if you know if you hold on to Rodgers and you don't play Jordan Love and you don't start Jordan Love next year, you need a quarterback in 2024. Guess what you just let walk? A young, talented quarterback. So why in the world would you hold on to Aaron Rodgers outside of not wanting to offend him when you're still going to have to go draft the same thing you just let walk out the door in Jordan Love? My my thing is this. I I take every year, you know, year by year. A guy like Aaron Rodgers, it's hard to replace that. I don't care if he's 40 years old, right? Like, Tom Brady's not playing great, but, I mean, he's playing better than a lot of these other quarterbacks. So you got a guy in the room that can play. Winning championships don't happen every year or every other year. If you get a championship with Aaron Rodgers now, right, or, or next year, potentially, right, and you might not get another one for five years, you're okay with that. This Jordan Love thing, listen, I don't know the kid. <laughs> I don't know him. He could be good. He, he may not be good. I watched his game previously against the Chiefs. It looked bad, bad. Last night against the Eagles, he did okay for a couple plays. He looked good. My thing is not – I'm not worried about that. I'm just worried about you can get rid of him. You get an, another Jordan Love somewhere else, but you can't get another Aaron Rodgers. That's what I'm saying. I did not think I would come back from Thanksgiving for Shady to be to keep taping for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> no, I'm just right keeping now. it real. You can listen. You know I'm, I'm tough on A Rod. Like like I think he's a hell of a player, but you don't he don't ball out in the playoffs. My thing is this: it's hard to get a guy like Aaron Rodgers. You can win a championship with him. Jordan Love, if he plays a million plays, I don't know if he'll ever be an Aaron Rodgers. You can find it in another draft. You can find it somewhere. I'm serious. I think you that's, can't find A Rod somewhere else. I don't disagree with you, but that, you shouldn't. That's why I think this. <laughs> If you want to be right, you shouldn't disagree. But go ahead, I'm sorry. This is that's why I think this is so crucial for the Packers. They have been gift wrapped an opportunity to start Jordan Love without offending Aaron Rodgers. Say, dude, your your ribs are messed up, your thumb is messed up, you don't look like yourself. We got this kid, we gotta figure out if he can play football. Why don't you just take two or three weeks off? I don't think they even mentioned that part. You, you better not like, say that. That's very obvious. Well, yeah. But it's, no, and it's, I'm with Shady. Rodgers has always been very open about, like, knowing the score with that. You know, like, when he talks about Jordan Love, he's like, I know what he's here to do. Like, you, you can't ignore that. So, yeah, I don't think he needs to have it spelled out for him. Yeah, but this whole thing, we got where we are right now because of how they handled it with Jordan Love it's to true. begin with, which it's I true. was 100% on Aaron Rodgers' side. Are you not about to not ever draft a position player in the first round and then draft a a quarterback to replace me and then not even tell me that you're going to draft a quarterback. I mean, that's that's outlandish. It does have to be packaged in a way that it's, uh, you know, it's all about Aaron Rodgers, whether he knows it's really about Jordan Love playing or not. It's the respect factor. I agree with that. But I just I don't know how you go into this postseason because Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love's contracts both line up to end at the same time without knowing what Jordan Love is. By May, they have to make a decision on Jordan Love. May of 2023, will they pick up his fifth-year option? Like Shady just said, clock is ticking. Well, it appears the Dolphins have made some decisions at their quarterback because Tua Tagovailoa has been falling. They've won five straight games, but are they the best team in the National Football League? It is time for us to say some things that you need to hear next on Speed. You mean like number one? Like number one overall? Nothing is going right with the desert. We were talking about it off camera. Kyler Murray has been atrocious. The Cardinals have been bad. They've lost four out of five games in the country, out the country, in Arizona, in Mexico. It don't matter where they play, they lose. They don't care. But Kyler Murray has been talking that talk. Kyler, speak up. Fourth and inches call in the second quarter um, that resulted in interception. Yeah. Did you like the call? Did you feel like you had a pop? Um, no, it wasn't. That wasn't for hop, actually. Um, schematically, I mean, they kind of, we, we were kind of Well, he didn't like the call. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I hate the call, actually. <laughs> I can't stand this, man. I, I can't stand the arrogance that Kyler Murray speaks with. Like, what has he done in the National Football League? Not in college. In college, bad man won a Heisman. What has he done in the National Football League to speak with that kind of pompous arrogance? Be 7-1 and one as a starter through eight games last year and then get hurt, collapse down the stretch, and be atrocious in the playoffs? Be 4-8 and eight thus far in his career in this season? Be a losing quarterback thus far in his career through four seasons? What has Kyler Murray done in his career to speak with that kind of arrogance? Maybe schematically you're not screwed. Maybe you're screwing the Cardinals, Kyler Murray, because Colt McCoy looked pretty decent in his first start this year when he went out there. Offense was running on time. Now against the San Francisco 49ers, the best defense in football, he didn't look great. But Kyler Murray, maybe it's not the Cardinals. Maybe it's you. 
dating back to everybody questioning whether you're actually committed to playing the game of football or you're committed to the game of Call of Duty. Maybe it's not the Cardinals, <laughs> Kyler. Maybe it is you. What frustrates me more than anything is arrogance if you haven't actually earned the right to be arrogant. That's why I'm so frustrated with Kyler. It was a rhetorical question. I get it. But can I answer your question? What's he done? On a million. <laughs> signed his name to a contract that's worth a lot of money that the Cardinals can't get away from. And Buys uh, you some job security. Nobody made the Cardinals do that. No, either. no, no, they did not. I can't believe that. But you kept it real right there. I'm happy to see that. I mean, listen, we I'm don't, happy to see that we right there. Give, we don't give Kyla the same energy that we give a lot of people. At all. At all. Like, we get mad at Aaron Rodgers for talking like that, and Aaron Rodgers is really like that. Right. We got mad at Zach Wilson. Now, Kyler's done more in the league than Zach Wilson has, but Zach more. Wilson just lost his job. Why is Kyler going to pass? Because Kyler ain't even done. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Kyler has not even done what Baker Mayfield oh, did. Here we go. No, nah, I'm, I'm just, just facts. Oh. Like, I'm not saying Kyler's a worse quarterback than Baker. Kyler's better than Baker. But, like, Kyler hasn't even done what Baker Mayfield did. No, Baker Mayfield done. won a playoff game. And I get it. Baker's not likable. But Andy, uh, our stat guy off air, please tell me their records when you have a second collectively. Kyler has not even done what Baker's done. They both went to bad franchises. Now, the, de uh, the Cleveland Browns are run worse than the Arizona Cardinals, but record-wise bad franchises. Kyler, you had a coach that handpicked you, that knew you since you were 17 at Allen High School, yeah. playing in front of 50,000 people at a high school football game. You had a coach that handpicked you. You were gifted DeAndre Hopkins, and you have a losing record as a quarterback. You called out your coach on national television. Vision, then you go to the podium and call him out again. Why does he get the grace? I, think we've, I think we've just seen like the talents yeah. that he has. Where, like, to me, Baker was never really that talented. He, he, he managed to put together some big wins in college. I, I, did, I didn't think he was worthy of that draft position to begin with. That was my opinion. I mean, I was right, but, like, that's obvious. Like, Kyler has an obvious extreme talent. It's just yeah. that he's not been able to put it all together. Now, whether that's on Cliff, and clearly Cliff and him are not on the same page. Like, for him to come out there to, to talk to him the way that he did, for him to say this in a press conference, to me, like, they, they can't possibly be on the same page. Or at the very least, there is some level of respect there that is not being communicated. Because you don't talk about way people like you truly respect, almost to not a point of fear, but like, I would not disrespect this person by even implying that I disagree with the way that we're calling these games. You, there's just certain coaches you wouldn't do that for. Real quick, what, what makes Kyler Murray, I call him Little Man, what makes Little Man so talented? That's where I'm, I'm at. Yeah, both said talented. What, what, I I got the same He's question. one of the most talented, if not the most talented, quarterback in Texas high school history. Litter, I mean, one of, yeah, absolutely. No, 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 no. I'll give you an NFL. His combination of arm and mobility is completely unique. There is not, hate me if you want to, there's not another quarterback in the league. Maybe Lamar Jackson, and even then, his his elusivity is is so much different. Like he's got that stop start okay, ability I'll, I'll, I'll where like a play is yeah. never dead when Kyler Murray has the ball in his hands. But he keeps plays alive too long. Sometimes kill plays. No, I get that. Oh, done. I, 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 I don't, I don't disagree with that. But I'm saying there, you can see we all have eyeballs. We can see that he has a high level of talent ceiling. Talent. It's that it's that the floor again is very low. You have to be able to raise the floor. I don't disagree with you that Kyler Murray gets a lot of passes on things. And the Cardinals chose to give him this contract. So they empowered whatever they saw in him before. That was their choice. They didn't mm -hmm. have to give him this contract. They chose to do I that. Hated and that. part of that probably was because they got the unfortunate experience of Josh Rosen before Kyler Murray was there. And there is obviously a canyon of gap and talent between Josh Rosen right. and Kyler Murray. So the, the Cardinals can't complain about this. The problem is this is clearly not changing. So now that you've signed him to this contract, you've got to make decisions moving forward about what you're going to do with your organization. Well, here's the crazy thing. They signed Cliff Kingsbury to an extension yes. before the season, and they got the same agent. So it appears they're, too, they're still tethered together. Dave, you had a thought. No, just everything about that organization defies explanation, honestly. Like, they messed up Josh Rosen and then had the same power structure in place to then go draft Kyler Murray. Yeah, they sign Cliff Kingsbury to an extension. Your quarterback and your head coach are supposed to be, like, simpatico. Like, they're right. supposed to be the same person. And this is, like, the third time this season we've seen an instance where that clearly doesn't seem to be the case. We, you can go as deep as you want to. Even, like, the Cardinals drafting strategy, you're like, okay, you need to surround Kyler with some help, but 
that's another hybrid linebacker you got there. Isaiah Simmons is on the team. Oh, Zayvon so, Collins. Like, what, what's the what's the long term philosophy here? Well, I, I don't we, know what it is. We're doing it again. What are we doing? We're giving him a pass again. Come on, man. Like, he got weapons around him, right? No, the Cardinals should be better than that. Come on, they should like, be. I think for as talented as you guys say he is, right? Because my eyeballs do work, and he does make some plays. I don't know, he makes some crazy plays. But them same plays he makes is the reason why they can't win. Nothing's on time. All this running around, <laughs> high school, late. backyard, yes, at Texas football, all that Texas football is why they're losing games. Now, Colt McCoy lost to the Niners, which most teams will lose to the Niners, right? They got great defense. I mean, the last game, they didn't even score. But the game before that, things was on, plays were on time, right? Jodrick Hopkins is getting the ball out of his break. When the quarterback hits his last drop, he's the boss coming out. Kyler Murray, I, don't, I never see that. So as a wide receiver, I never know when I'm getting the ball. So when I, when I do make my break, oh, well, let me turn it around because it's about to be a, a, a high school playful football game. Ser- I'm being serious. Yeah. You're real. So like, you, you can't win with that. I love a quarterback that can run. I love a running quarterback. <laughs> we had one in Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts. He can run a lot. But he has plays where the ball's on time. That stuff we practice and practice, you should do it in the game. And I don't see it. I don't see this team getting better. The only thing I can say why they signed him is because I guess it's hard to find a talented quarterback. It is. You drafting, you're risking, oh, would he be good, would he won't? So they got a quarterback that's decent. You can win with him, but he has to play real football, not this high school stuff. And he hasn't shown the ability to do that. He's lost 13 Losing of his last boots. 18 starts. And it don't seem like that's changing anytime soon. Coming up, the Dolphins. They keep things rolling. They've won their last five that's games. That's a real quarterback right there. out there starting. We're going to talk about if they're the best team in the NFL. That is next. Don't go anywhere. One of the funniest things you will see on social media. Now, look, the commanders got a big win. That wasn't the talk of the town. Running back Brian Robinson wearing a big hat after the game. Said his friend has a big hat company. If you want a big hat, let me know. What? <laughs> I, I, I was confused. Listen. You thought, it was, you thought it was Photoshop? I thought that was fake. That's no, real. it's real. I need one. How, how's he have it on? Though? That's I what I want to like, know. It's probably like the thick thing in the middle. Under, yeah. yeah, I used to wear a big hat on my podcast, Maybe I'm Crazy Podcast. Those of you that, that have uh, followed me didn't think I just showed up today on the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to see this. So Dave will love this. I got this hat. Let's I took go. my mom to uh, New Orleans for Mardi Gras and found this in the store oh and wore God. it around Mardi Gras. And I was like, I got to keep it because my name's Queen Petty. I do this love is, that. This is the Queen Petty. Uh, you look better than your hat, Joey. I'll, I'll tell you that. You look better than your hat. Yeah. Like, I, need to bring, I need to bring that hat back. If and, you can, can, we, uh, can hey, Brian. Big, big hat friend. I need a Dolphins hat. I need a big Dolphins hat. Brian, help us. Speaking of the Dolphins, they are on a roll right now. Many are questioning, and I am asking if they are the best team in football. They were up 30 to 0 when Tua Tungavailo was out on the field yesterday. Ball, and he had dudes kicking over water coolers in the first quarter. Jerry Hughes is pouting. He's a Texans defensive end. Tua throwing the ball on time. I'm on target, 300 yards in the first half alone. It was a nominal. It was another phenomenal performance. <laughs> Shady, I think the Dolphins might be the best team in football. You know what? I'll go as far as to say I think the Dolphins are the best team in football. Oh. Tua's undefeated when he starts and finishes games. He's the only quarterback that can say that. The Miami Dolphins' offense <laughs> is elite, and their defense is good enough to get the job done. I think they're the best team in football right here, right now, on today. What do you believe? I hate to do this because I, I, I love what they're doing in Miami, right? Tua is playing, doing a phenomenal job. Crazy. I'm going to say no, they're not, though. Philadelphia, are they in the mix? Or of this, course, of course, of course. I mean, Philadelphia's number one, like one. <laughs> and then you got, you know, you got the, the Chiefs. They up there. They're very close. Mm-hmm. You got the Dolphins. I think the difference between all the teams, the defense, mm-hmm. right? Like, they're doing a great job on offense, putting a lot of points up there fast. Andy Reid taught me that. With a fast offense that's disciplined, it's hard for a team to defend. You got to defend the whole field. See, some teams you can just defend, you know, from the hash marks yep. inside. When everybody's fast, from the line of scrimmage, always to the outside, deep. That's, that's what they have. They have speed everywhere in the backfield, wide receivers, even the quarterback. Like, he can move a- enough. Let me ask you then, what would two and the Dolphins have to do to prove they're the best? reason I say Ooh. this, they beat the Bills. They beat the Ravens. Uh, they, they, they beat really, really, mm. really good football teams. Tua hasn't lost. Right. You talk about the Eagles defense. They are obviously good, but did give up 33 yesterday, gave up 32 three weeks ago. No I don't want to make it an Eagles conversation. I, I like this question. What would, they, what would do the Dolphins have to do to prove they're the best? This, now, I got to just compare them to the Eagles, right? Go ahead. I feel the Eagles are the best team in football. And this is the reason why. The difference is because the Philadelphia Eagles – we can win games on every different level. When I say that, I mean we can, we can win a game by throwing the ball for a lot of yards. Okay, we don't have to do that. We can run the ball for a lot of yards. Okay, 
We can get sacks on defense and win a game. I look at all the top teams, like the, the Dolphins, right? Their defense is they, their defense is not that good to me. They don't get after the quarterback. So if, if we're not putting a lot of points up, then what? Mm-hmm. We seen the Eagles. We haven't put a lot of points up, but our defense kept us in the game long enough for us Oops. to win the game at the end. Yep. So that's the biggest difference. Well said. Well said. Just well. like them. Oh, I gotta go to the Cowboys because he's here. <laughs> I wasn't even gonna bring the Cowboys. I wasn't up. done. All right. I, but since you are here, all right. Right. The well, Cow- you said he's here like he's not often here. Well, he misses days. Oh, he, missed, mean... he missed a whole week. Yeah, last week. Right? He said he had COVID. Yeah. <laughs> but he was sorry. Text- sorry. He was texting me at 12 a.m. like he was in a club. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Sick. anyway. Yo, the anyway. Cowboys. I hate to do it. Michael Parsons and that running game, he saves them Cowboys. So let's just say one day Parsons gets a, a cramp, too much water, or not enough water. He's cramped. He's out for a little bit. Let's say they got Zeke, but Pollard's not there. Do you think them Cowboys can win a game, a tough game, against a tough opponent? No. And you know it. We're don't sick. answer that. Don't you answer know that. it. Why? Don't answer that. You know it. Because we got to ask. You know Let's it. Talk about the Dolphins right now. You know this it. The Dolphins conversation. Come on, man. You know that. My bad. Enjoy the Dolphins. Take that. All right, man. Go. See it. Just go. Oh, Just, go. Just go. Hold Just go. it for the rest of the week. All right. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, these are my team. The Dolphins are the best team in the NFL. Tua is playing unbelievable. He has everybody in that city on fire. Yeah. I was there this weekend. Everybody's talking about Tua. Everybody's talking about it the Dolphins. Lit. It was lit. And, they're, and they have something to be genuinely excited about. It's not something that is a, is, is a you know, flash in the pan. Mike McDaniel has everybody on that team believing in what they're doing. Tua's playing unbelievable football. They're sitting their starter halfway through the game. Like, no, 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 you did enough today. Just relax. Against the NFL team. Like, that's crazy. And the Texans don't give up. Texas didn't give up. They try to come back. Yeah, they fight. They want to come back. back. So this is not a team that you can just uh, just ignore. And that's how confident they are right now. The starter doesn't even need to be in. So I love what the Eagles are doing. Obviously, I've been on the Eagles bandwagon since the beginning of the year. Love what Jalen Hurts is doing. To me, it's between the Chiefs, the Eagles, and the Dolphins. And I'm going with the Dolphins. Dave. It's just like an Eagles fan to bring up the Cowboys in a conversation where nobody was talking about the Cowboys, <laughs> for whatever that's worth, rent-free. Dave was going to get that in no way. I'm, so, no I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Examples, that's well, all. Dave, now you can actually deviate because right. now we've had that's the fair. conversation. All right. I'll keep it on like. the rails. Look, I, I feel like we're doing what we always do, which is get bored of the Chiefs and not <laughs> want to talk about them. And, look, they didn't even play well yesterday, but – they played poorly against the bad Rams team, still covered a 14-point spread. They won by 16 points in a game where they did not play well. They got Patrick Mahomes. I don't need to do all the stuff with the offense. They got Chris Jones quietly putting together Baller. an incredible season. It's not a knock on the Dolphins or the Eagles, but if you're, if I, I agree. If we're picking between those three teams, give me the team that's been in the AFC title game four years in a row. I think it's the Chiefs. I don't think it's crazy yeah. that you're talking no, about I'm the not, Dolphins. Crazy. I don't think it's crazy at all. I don't think it's crazy that you're talking about the Eagles. Let me ask you How's this. that for well, nice? E- it's Eagles. How's that for nice? It's Eagles, and it's right there like Chiefs. Ah, and then the Dolphins. I'll take Chiefs, Eagles, Dolphins, you would but go, it's close. Let me ask you, why would you go Eagles over Dolphins knowing who the Dolphins have beat when Tua's out there? He hasn't mm. lost. I do agree. I hate to say this. I do agree with Shady just in the sense that I, I like all the different ways that the Eagles can be. They can kill you running the ball. Jalen Hurts has shown that he can make those types of throws time and time again. They seem very versatile. I like their pass rush a little bit more than I like the Dolphins' uh, defense overall. But, again, like, we're splitting hairs. I'm not trying to tell you, the Dolphins are terrible. You're crazy. You sound so intelligent right now. I usually do. (laughs) What's the first thing you said? He said, what's the first thing you said? Well, the first thing he says, I hate to do this. And then (laughs) he agrees. Because he hates, and then he agrees. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we got to run. I love to do this because now we got to get back to the World Cup. Tomorrow on Fox, it's a pivotal matchup for Team USA as they take on Iran to keep. Their World Cup dreams alive. And Fox Super 6 has given you a chance to win $10,000 while you watch. Make money and watch? That's great. Download the Super 6 app and enter your picks for a chance to win the jackpot. More speak after this. Now, look, y'all, it's time to check in on our favorite social media quarterback. I guess I'm living (laughs) rent-free in the Chargers' heads. They said before the game, Justin Herbert practicing his social media throws. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not mad at this one, Joy. Like I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. This is this, this is what we do. We give our opinion. They're allowed to have their opinion about our opinion. 
Hey, That's how it goes. You Herbert know? balled yesterday. I he did. was great. He Look was at great. you. He, he balled. I'm so invested in Justin Herbert's career now just because I want to see where this yeah. goes. Like, I, I like was Herbert. riveted I'm just when he this almost that. threw that pick, though, what did you think? Because he almost threw that pick. I, that's that. what I'm saying. I'm riveted. I'm like, oh, my God, what are we going to be talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Herbert loses, we leave the show. Herbert wins, we end the show. Either hey. way, we're talking about Herbert. That's it for us. Ray Tuff is next. We'll see y'all next time. They doing Herbert back.